last time on Gaia's Voyages. Chandrasekhar Carmen is about to be reached, Captain. There's no more time. Lieutenant Anjou, engage the jump drive. That's madness. We haven't reached our point yet. We could end up anywhere or nowhere. We have no choice. The star is about to go supernova. Lieutenant Blastic, do it! Engaging the jump drive. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4 in the middle of nowhere. Status update. The Thorny Vanova, Captain! The explosion made the jump gate go wild, Captain. I do not know where this wormhole would take us. Bloody hell, we could end up anywhere. Better lost than pride, Commander. Lieutenant McCall, any damage reports? Gaia seems to be holding together, Captain. Only minor injuries so far have been reported. Together, Gaia. I have no intentions of falling apart, Doctor. Captain, there's a lot of turbulence in this wormhole. Speed is increasing past the safety threshold. Lieutenant Anjou, get us out of this wormhole as soon as you can find us a safe exit. What are you idiots doing up there? It is impossible to go this fast. You're going to blow my beloved engines and then I shall have to get very big. Any word on us getting out? Uh, the wormhole seems to be ending ahead. Welcome to your shuffles! Ah! Well, at least you can't accuse me of bad blind this time, Mike. I think of some splendid retort, but I think I left my wits back in Tupory. Rain check, then. Everyone all right? My shoes seem to have stopped working, Captain. But I am all right. It is far too dark in here. We lost power coming out of the wormhole. We're down to emergency backups. The main power core is down. I'll try to get the lights and consoles working again. <sighs> He's going to feed us grub gruel for sure, Lieutenant Barask. Me for burning out the power core, and you for leaving huge footsteps in Gaia's deck. Good thing I eat rocks then, Captain. You can have my share. I might try some of your rocks instead, Lieutenant Anjou. Oh, man. My head. Captain, I do not wish to do that again anytime soon. I feel like I just spent the night wenching after drinking far too much champagne. Dr. Noah? Bloody power went out of my cybernetic legs. I'll be hopping around all over the ship until it gets fixed. 
we go. We have system power and emergency lights. They won't last for long unless we can get the main power back up. At least that's something. Lieutenant Anjou, where are we? I am trying to figure that out now, mon capitaine. C'est impossible. Captain, we are nowhere Gaia's navigation systems recognize. This is unexplored space. Oh boy, this is perfect. Something unexplored space with main power down and a rabbit mechanoid chief engineer who is not going to be happy. It could be worse. How so? Your mother could be here. You're right there, Mike. Get word to Thornton. I want him and the Firestorms to launch their fighters as soon as they can and do a recon of the area. We need to know what is out there. Yes, Captain. Sending the orders now. He says they're in the hangar now and they'll prep their fighters, but the doors are shut. Send a tech team to those doors. Get them open, but the main power core is the priority. Yes, Captain. Gaia, are you all right? Gaia? Gaia? I warn you. As soon as I get main power working, it's drug rule for all. Can it, Zeke? Or I'll have you cleaning toilets for a month manually, wearing a dress and singing tavern wench songs. I'm sure Lieutenant Anjou can teach me plenty. Oh, may we? Of course. How can it that? Of course you could. A man no. has to relax sometime, Commander. No! Are you telling me? I am still the captain, Zeke. Got it? Good. Now, how bad is the damage and do try and keep to the point? Fine. The engines are obvious to go that fast until they burned out, which is what I was telling you would happen. And in the process, we took out the main power core with them. We only have one day of emergency backup power and then we'll be in real trouble. Concentrate on the main power core, Zeke. We'll get the engines back up after we have main power secured. We have another problem. Gaia is not answering my calls. Probably not answering you because of what you've done to her. Gaia? Gaia? Gaia, my love? It's answer me. Gaia? Captain, if he doesn't calm down, he's going to blow a circuit. Zeke, Zeke, listen to me. Check her system. Oh, Gaia, please don't be dead. My heart would understand the blow and wither away in eternal despair. She's all right, Captain. She's just asleep. We must remember these lines. It must be really embarrassing to be outdone in the romantic department by a robotic Romeo with Casanova. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Outdone by a robot? Never! C'est impossible! That is good news, Eat. Keep me informed, Dr. Noah. Yes, Captain. Are all the animals we rescued still in stasis? Indeed they are, Captain. Good. Work with McCall to get your people out of there and into the mantle along with everyone else. We need to cut down which modules have life support. Only those with plants in them and the pets from Tuperial have power besides the manta. It might be tight quarters until we get main power back, but we might extend the reserves even longer that way. Yes, Captain. Come on, Birdie. Let's get the zoo consolidated. I'm not Birdie, Doctor. You're almost as bad as on you. I was actually a lot handsomer back in my day, Lieutenant. <laughs> Only in your most fantastical dreams, Doctor. 
And you say my ego needs popping, Captain? It's just so much fun seeing steam come out of your ears. At least I don't look like a circus clown reject in the mornings. Blanton reports that they have managed to get the fighter hangar doors open and are ready to launch when you are ready, Captain. Tell them to go. Without main power, our senses are extremely limited. There should not be. I want to know what's out there. Captain, I need to go check on Maddie. She's probably terrified. I'll stop by her room on my way to help with the evacuation of the zoo. Go ahead, Doctor. You might want to have her remain in her room for now, though. This is not the time for her to get into trouble. Of course, Captain. All right, folks, this is it. Guy is pretty much sensor blind, and we're in unexplored space, so it's up to us to be her eyes. That was one wild ride through the world. Oh, we're lucky we came out at all, Wildcat. Well, we're still a long way from safe. We're stuck in the middle of God's nowhere with dead engines and no main power. If someone attacks, we're Gaia's only defense. There's not enough power to separate the modules, let alone use the weaponry. Then we better take a good look around and make sure that attack never happens. There are no planets nearby, and the stars certainly aren't any I recognize. We're not even in a star system, Vixen. At eternal planets, deep space where naught exists. In the middle of nowhere. Funny. That depends on your definition of fun, Ace. Plenty of fruit and a good tree to climb works for me. That's what you've got me for. True. My, my poor tongue is getting worn out from all the licking. Oh, honey, too bad you're covered in fur with a tongue like yours. It just gives me shivers. She likes tongue, huh? That I will have to remember. In your dreams, flyboy. Oh, I don't want to even imagine that. Yeah, I know I'm in yours, though. Women find it downright impossible to resist me. I think I'm going to be sick. Women can't resist you. It's more like you can't resist them. Keep your torpedo deactivated. We've got a job to do, Ace. Mm, it's a date, then. Bring it on. I've got something coming up on sensors here, Thor. Wait a minute. It can't be. Damn it. Another fighter. Pretty banged up, though. Somebody certainly wanted to blow out of the sky. Frag! There's life signs. Get a hold of the captain. Tell her what we found and tell her we're towing the ship back to the hangar bay and have a med team standing by. I'm going to try to keep this bloke alive. Aye, sir. Captain, hello. This is the Firestorm. Wait a minute. It can't be. Oh, believe me, it sure can. Ace? Ah, in the flesh, big brother. And ready to save that universe. And here I thought this day couldn't get any worse. Family reunions later, boys. You had a report to give, Ace. Indeed, Captain. Congrats on the promotion, by the way. We've come across a fighter out here. It's been all but destroyed, but the pilot survived. Barely. Any sign of who attacked? Not so far, unfortunately. Thor's using his psychic abilities to keep the pilot stable. Turn him back into the hangar bay. Right. You and Thor get yourselves back into the bay and keep an eye on that survivor. The rest of the squad needs to spread out and continue sensor scans. I don't want to be blind if there could be hostile forces about. Sure thing, Captain. Don't worry, I've got you. Bloody bastards. Kill them for this. Kill them.
Kill them slow. Kill them painful. Not dead yet. Ah, I need to find out who this is. So many thoughts. Impressions. Assassin, they call me. Night Stalker. The galaxy's most wanted. Fools. All of them are fools. I've seen them come and go of ages and they never knew I was there. Striking and then fading away. Like the mist of breath upon a cold blade. Night Stalker. I've heard that name in the news. Damn it, I hate to do this. But if we're bringing him on board, we need to know as much about him as we can. Time for a deep probe. A surprisingly strong mind to resist, but... So many years. So many deaths. I still see all their faces. Men. Women. Children. I see them all and feel... Nothing. I don't regret their deaths. I feel no guilt. Yet, there is the thrill of the hunt, the challenge, any possibility that capture poses, and the triumph of leaving no trace. None can stop me, for I have no equal. Yet someone did. Someone almost killed you. Who and why? Ah, uh, I got cocky. The sheep began to notice and followed clues none had noticed before. They realized what I was. The overlords were most displeased. None may know the truth and live. I brought attention to our race, and the penalty for that is death. That's how they came for you. Ambushed you and left you for dead. Ah, damn fools. Sitting back watching instead of acting. Benefiting from my art, yet taking no risk themselves. Who are they to order me? To judge me. They who lost the way of the hunt so long ago they cannot remember what truly living feels like. Uh, I will show them. I will show them all. Their blood will flow over the ground in a flood until all they were is not even a memory. Thor? Sir? Yes, Vixen. We're about to the hangar. Dr. Njomo's waiting with the med team. Blasted. I'm going to need a top security team at the hangar bay to make sure our guest doesn't cause any trouble. What's going on, Thor? Captain, you're not going to believe this, but we just bumped into the galaxy's most wanted assassin out in the middle of nowhere. Holy shit! Damn it, I was afraid this was going to happen. What's your language? Holy shit, Mike. We're in the middle of nowhere, and I'll say what I like. Lieutenant Barask, get yourself down there. Yes, I know your shoes aren't working, we'll just have to make do. Any assassin will have a hard time taking down a Kandaran. What is the status, Thor? 
Unconscious and near death, Captain. I've made sure he won't wake up anytime soon. His people came for him, shot the hell out of his ship, and left him for dead. Any sign that they are still around, it might come back for him. I did extensive scans on the area while we made our way back to the ship. There are traces of residual energy from weapon fire, but they seem at least a day old, probably longer. I'm not sure how he's lasted as long he has without help. Well, he'll just have to wait a bit longer. I don't want him to be aboard Gaia until Lieutenant Barask and his security team get to the hangar. Agreed, Captain. I don't like the idea of him on the ship at all. But can't exactly leave him for dead, either. You did a probe of him. Yes, Captain. He's one of the most strong-willed people I've ever come in contact with. He'll be incredibly resistant to my abilities once awake. Would further probes damage him? Probably yes. Then we can't risk it. Lieutenant Thornton, I am in the hangar bay with Dr. Undomo's med team. Please, come in now. Understood. We're on our way. He's completely unconscious, Lieutenant. I'm keeping him that way. He'll not wake before I let him, and by that time we'll have him safely in restraints and stasis in medbay. You heard the man. Let me through. I still do not like it. He is garbage. We should have left him in space. And you call your people honorable. He's a hot man, and I am a doctor. It is my duty to heal him, and I shall do so. Now, get... Out of my way. Now. After Blast. They did do a number on him. There's third degree burns, internal injuries, and head trauma. Well, the head trauma would explain why I was able to probe more easily. I only hope you didn't cause permanent damage, Lieutenant. I had to know what we were bringing aboard, Doctor. He certainly killed plenty in his time. That's no matter now. Victoria, help me get him onto the stretcher. There you go. Easy on the restraints. He's pretty bad, Doctor. Yes, but if we get him to Medbay, he should live. Then it will be up to the Captain what is to be done next. I shall accompany you to Medbay and stand guard. You aren't doing anything until you stop by your quarters and get an extra pair of shoes. I am not having you dent up half the ship, and certainly not my Medbay. But, Dr. Ndomo... No buts. You may return to Medbay only after you get your shoes. If I see you before then, I'll give you something that will turn your bowels to sand. You would not... Try me. Come now, Victoria. Lieutenant Thornton, please join us well. You can help keep him unconscious and harmless. Yes, Doctor. Oh, and Lieutenant Beckert, you might as well tag along. 
I imagine your brother and the captain will be wishing to speak with you. No, in Mycroft, and that's uh, that's far too well in my case. And that lecture's gonna last a really, really, really long time. Get him on the bed. I want full restraints and him kept paralyzed. Take no chances he might get up and cause trouble. Ah, so you are taking the risk seriously. Of course I am, Lieutenant. But I'm not letting the risk keep me from treating him. Victoria, use the tissue regenerator on his wounds. Use the information from the biosensors on his anatomy. <laughs> we wouldn't want to regrow organs wrong. Yes, Doctor. Yeah, he'll live then. Marvelous. Yes, he'll live. I've never encountered his species before. He's certainly not human for all that he looks like one. And an incredibly good-looking one at that. His skin is strange, though. Look at the pigmentation. He's actually beginning to blend in with the bed underneath. Even his hair is changing color and his flight suit. Interesting. A chameleon. And here, look at his hands. He has retractile claws, and his musculature indicates that he'd be very strong and quick. How come his clothes are changing color like that? Hmm... Nanite fiber. They're probably attuned with particular body chemistry. That could prove remarkably useful in his line of work. What's the captain planning on doing with him, then? I'm not sure. We're not in any position to do much of anything at the moment. No engines, no main power, and stuck in the middle of nowhere. First we almost get incinerated in a supernova. Now we find the galaxy's most deadly assassin in the ass end of space. I wonder when we get to have a normal day around here. Eh, who wants normal, boss? Normal days are no fun to write home about. Well, they certainly don't win either, girls. Oh my, you and Andre shall get along wonderfully. And who is this Andre? Lieutenant Andre Andrew. He fancies himself a musketeer and a lady killer. Nah, Doctor, just, just trust me on this one. I can beat him any day of the week. Mistress! Mistress! Come in! Natty? Mistress Natty is ill, Dr. Noah. Fred! She started glowing so much, she was hurting my eyes just before the big boom. She said she was scared. Then she started screaming and she stopped. I haven't been able to wake her up and Playa won't answer. And I can't get out of the room on my own. Come on, lightning bug. Wake up. Oh, Dr. Noah. It's me, sweetie. They gotta blow up. No, she's just sleeping. She got banged up a bit, but Zeta's going to make her better. Good, where are we? We ain't sure yet, but it's a long way from Tuperi. Amazon said you were glowing. Are you alright? I think so. I got really, 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 really scared. And Amazon scared me. God, I was scared. I was so And I couldn't stop glowing. Oh my God, stay. I think she went unconscious. That's a caution. Caution. Unconscious. It means I couldn't wake you up. You probably just glowed too much, lightning bug. Do you feel all right now? I feel great. I want to help Gaia because she's just a kid like me. You need to stay here, sweetie. You can best help Gaia by staying out of the way. 
I'm going to check on the zoo. I'll be back to check on you later. Amazo, if she looks like she's in trouble, you go to Medbay and find help. I'll leave the door cracked. Yes, Doctor. Don't forget to check on Tweezles. They're just babies. Any estimates on the main power core? It's pretty well damaged, Captain. I've gotten an estimate from the area being shut down, and we should be able to prolong backup power for at least another day over the previous estimate. But I still haven't been able to get Dino awake again. I've tried everything. I've even tried tips. It was like four of my speakers at once, even. It's just, it's only funny some of the stories, but it didn't work now. Come now, Zeke. Do get a hold of yourself, man. If anyone can wake up Sleeping Beauty, you can. You've got the knowledge of all the best engineers in the confed in that metal head of yours. You'll fix her. Aw, softy. You are a romantic after all. Just trying to keep morale up. You're right, Commander. You were completely right. Hold on, my fair maiden. Zeke is coming to your rescue. da 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 I think it's sweet. I agree with the Lieutenant Commander. Never a dull day aboard Gaia. Well, where were we? Ah, yes. We have a wanted assassin in our med bay, and my little brother is here to save the universe. I'll deal with those thorny problems in a moment. Dr. Filigort. Aye, aye, Captain. How goes the evacuation of the zoos? Are all the animals and their caretakers safe? Yes, Captain. Both of the modules are in the process of being shut down. The animals are still in safe cocoons, and our genetic samples are still safely in spaces in my lab here. The pets are safe in their modules, with many of the animal rescue personnel to manage them. The rest are in the mansa. I was told to tell you they offer their services if you need any of them. Some of them have special abilities and other things besides animal rescue. Ah, good job, Doctor. Please, pass on my thanks to those involved and see about forming a list of who can do what and send it along. Aye, aye, Captain. Thanks, Doctor. Now, our assassin stashed away in the day. Shall we go pay him a visit, Cyclops? You can thrash your brother at the same time. You cannot seriously be considering going down to the same room as him, Captain. The assassin or your brother? The assassin, of course. Though the thought of you and Sherlock together in the same room is enough to give me chills. Wait a moment, monsieur. You have a brother named Sherlock? (laughs) Mother had this unexplainable crush on Conan Doyle. No shit, Sherlock! (laughs) You just had to say it, Lieutenant. (laughs) If she hadn't, I would have. But back to the point. You are not going down there, Captain. I most certainly am, Commander. He's unconscious, restrained, paralyzed, and as helpless as an assassin ever can be. He's an assassin. That means he's murdered people, Elizabeth. Just put him in stasis until we find a way out of here, and then turn him over to the authorities and probably net yourself a medal. Oh, medals are no fun, Mike. Besides, I want to hear more about him. Don't worry, I fully intend to have Lieutenant Barask and you standing guard and probably glowering at me. You can jump to my rescue like Lancelot with a foul villain makes an untoward move. Oh, sense woman. Why do you always have to do things the hard way?
Captain. Commander, I was wondering when you would show up. Lieutenant Borask found his extra pair of shoes, I see. Hello, Mike. Elizabeth, wonderful to see you again. You are looking as ravishing as ever. <laughs> and you're still the irrepressible rogue as always, Ace. What are you doing here? You're supposed to be unearthed. Does Mum know you're out here? They needed pilots for the Vaca de Perry, so I hitched a ride on Gaia. Once I got on, it wasn't too hard to get the LT here to let me stay. Hard to say the universe on Earth, you know. Glad to have him, really. He's cocky, but damn, he's good. I know, he taught me to fly. Now, do go easy on Mike, Ace. He's a bit frazzled lately. Oh. Oh, I can't imagine why. Stars blowing up before they're supposed to, wormholes dumping us in the middle of nowhere, pesky little brothers not staying put, an assassin on board, and an infuriating captain who won't follow the rules. I see you haven't lost your touch, Liz. Hey, it's a gift. Speaking of assassins, what shall we do with this one? By the stone, I still say we should have left him in space, Captain. That would not be very humane, Lieutenant. Perhaps, but I doubt he was humane to his victims. Yeah, indeed. He has a point. I am not spacing the patient. I wouldn't let you anyway. In midway, the doctor reigns supreme. What's his status? He'll survive. I've healed him already, but I'm keeping him sedated until we figure out what to do with him. Hmm. Lieutenant Thornton, you were the one to find him. What do you think? What can you tell us about him? He has the blood of callous people on his hands. Men, women, and children. To even touch his mind was repulsive. So cold and alien. They call him Night Stalker. I've heard that name before. Those Vates gave that name to the person they suspected was behind a series of slayings of aliens and humans so dangerous that it was all but impossible to take them down by normal methods. Yes, we had a briefing about it back at headquarters. They never called who was behind the killings, and the killer was far too good for that. The Night Stalker, yes. And here he is, right in front of me. I've touched pure evil before, Captain. I have worked with serial killers of the worst sort, and... I can't explain it. But this man isn't evil. Deep down, at the core of him, is a sense of honor. If he gives his word, he'll keep it. An honorable assassin? That has possibilities. What was he doing out here almost destroyed? Well, he got cocky, and his kills brought too much attention to his race. To know they even exist is to be marked for death. They saw him as too much of a liability, so they came after him. Oh, great. Yeah, that means if they found out that we found him, they'll come and wipe us out. Pretty much, yes. Oh, wonderful. Elizabeth, you do get us into the most delightful adventures. We'll deal with that when we come to it. Yeah, that's all well and good, Liz, but what's to be done with him? I say execute him. He is a murderer of innocence. The confed doesn't execute criminals, Lieutenant. You know that. Unfortunate. But what else are we to do? Gaia is not a prison ship. We do not have any facilities capable of keeping one such as he in prison for long. He would escape, and the stones know what damage he would do in his escape. And we cannot simply keep him in stasis like this. His biology resists as stasis fields, and I have to increase the field to keep him under. If I increase it much further, it would kill him. And we have already decided we can't kill him. 
Well, if death and imprisonment are not options, then there is always another. We'll just have a chat over a nice cup of tea. You cannot be... You just can't be serious, Elizabeth. You can't mean to wake him up and talk with him in the middle of Medbay and feed him tea. Certainly, Mycroft. There is one thing you Brits have taught me. Always be civilized when possible. So, tea please, Oolong, I think. And of course, you want me to make it. You know me so well. Make a good pot for everyone and find some of those nice finger sandwiches. He is probably hungry. Oh, wow, I see times have not changed one little bit. And I outrank you both now. Even better. The extra pips suit you, and I like a woman in power. Down, boy, I'm not a doggy biscuit. But I'm such a wonderful kisser, Liz. And I've got the poppy eyes, don't you think? You also tend to drool whenever a woman comes in sight. I can't help it. So many flavors. I really like ice cream. You can never get enough. I don't think I like that analogy. Hmm. Well, I'll just have to work on another one then. I have to agree with the commander, Captain. It is certainly not safe to wake him and have you in the same room. That's why I have you here, Lieutenant. I bet even an assassin would hesitate to cause trouble with you glowering at him. Just try not to wreck my medbay if it comes down to a fight. <coughs> That's what the tea is for. He'll be expecting to be locked up and treated like a criminal. He is a criminal. Yes, he is. But not the sort you might think. How do you know this, Captain? I'm not... Sure, exactly. I just have a feeling. There's more to him than could be expected. I have to do this my way. Here's the bloody tea. Thank you, Mike. Now, Doctor, let's wake him up and see what happens. I've got a really bad feeling about this. Oh, Mike, you just worry way too much. Of course I worry too much. You worry too little. I have to worry for the both of us. I hope you know what you're doing. I'm following a hunch. Oh, Lord. Quit your belly aching. You sound like your father. I do not. Trust me on this one. You really do. Oh, you shut up. What would you do if I don't? Exactly. Tell Mum on me. Do I have to send you both to your rooms? No, Captain. Oh, no, Captain. Definitely not. If he makes just one wrong move, all I need to do is fall on him, and he will become a red... What do you call them, Captain? Flapjack. Here goes nothing. Ugh. Where am I? You're aboard the zoo ship Gaia. I am Captain Elizabeth Monroe. This is my executive officer, Commander Mycroft Beckert, Chief of Security, Lieutenant Barask, Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Candice Undomo, Lieutenant Sherlock Beckert, and Lieutenant Anthony Thornton. He is the pilot who found you. Ah. So you're the one who is speaking in my head, Lieutenant. Like what you found there? I brought you here, didn't I? And yet I'm healed, and not in the brig. I thought we could keep things civilized, Night Stalker. Here, have a cup of tea and a sandwich. You must be thirsty. <laughs> Since when were humans civilized? Oh, we have our moments. Rare, brief, flickering moments like the lives of mayflies. But we have them. What species exactly are you? If I told you, I would have to kill you, Doctor. And that wouldn't be very... civilized. Oh, 
Well. Steady, Lieutenant. There is the problem of exactly what to do with you, Night Stalker. I could kill you all and then make my way off your ship in a shuttle. You could try. You would succeed, Commander. Nobody, nobody is that good. I am. But we healed you. True. And for that, Doctor, I would give you a quick death without pain. But your healing of me would not stop me from killing you all the same. And you call us uncivilized. (laughs) I am what I am, Doctor. If you had Lieutenant Thornton over there inside my head long enough to know the name the Confederation has given me, then you know that as well. Have another sandwich, Night Stalker, while we consider other possibilities. Other possibilities? Yes. Your people are out there, and they obviously wish to kill you. They almost got you and would have if we had not happened upon you. They must be very nasty adversaries to get to you. And if they find out you're alive, they'll come for you again. You saved me, and now know that my people exist. They'll come and slay you, and anyone you tell about me if they discover that fact. True. Messy business, that. I'd much rather avoid death all around. And how do you propose to avoid that? Simple. You stay here and join my crew. You give your word of honor that you will follow my orders and harm none without my leave, save in self-defense. Following the laws of the Confederation, Lieutenant Thornton here tells me that if you give me your word, you'll keep it. And why would I give my word to you? You're not but a sheep. I could kill you easily with my bare hands and escape before your Kandaran friend there could stop me. And I don't doubt it. But, Night Stalker, I am not afraid of you. Then you are a fool! Ah! Get your claws off her throat, Night Stalker, before I get mine on yours. Step back, Stone Boy, or we'll see how red her blood really is. Hand over your laser gun. You are a dead man, Night Stalker. Not today. Let her go, Night Stalker. Your mental tricks won't work on me, Thor. I've eaten your kind for breakfast with toast. Get back, you three. You've got nowhere to go, Night Stalker. Oh, on the contrary, old chap. I've got the entire galaxy to explore. Cheery bye. Get that bloody door open and sound the alarm. I'm going to kill that woman. I rather thought you might try something like this. What do you hope to gain? Oh, freedom. And the chance to take out my enemies. The simple things. Ah, yes. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. (coughs) But... You're forgetting one small thing. And what is that? Your people are still out there. They might think you dead now, but the moment you go back to your old ways, they'll find you. They have to find me first. Now, you've got two alternatives. A slow death if you defy me, or you can live if you do what I say. Sorry to say I can't say the same about the ship and the rest of the crew, 
but they've seen too much, and I need to escape, please. <laughs> if you were planning on a clean escape, leaving no trace, then you should have done that before you got all caught. Shut up and come with me. Ouch! Damn it! You can't think I'll help you destroy my ship and crew. Not really, but I thought I would at least offer you the civilized choice to live. Any last words? Yes, actually, several. One, I'm still not afraid of you. Two, the government is looking to recruit you. They have your physical description and word has been sent out to all the captains to look for you. There's no more hiding. And three... My offer is still open. Work for me, and you have a chance at powerful allies. Continue on your own, and perhaps next time someone won't be around to save your ass, Night Stalker. Hmm. You are not afraid. You are not begging for your life or for that of your crew. Why not? Simple. I'm not going to be dying, and neither will anyone else aboard Gaia. I know that. Well, I don't know. You are far too confident. I could kill you with a mere touch, and there's nothing you could do about it. Yes, yes, claws to my throat and all that. You forgot something else, though. And I'm sure you'll tell me what it is. A captain is never helpless. (laughs) (sighs) You humans... Always fighting, even when it's futile. Uh, Keep on fighting, and I'll snap your arm. Haven't you ever heard the phrase, where there's life, there's hope? Rather idealistic, that. (laughs) But you've got spirit. Tell you what. I'll give you a chance to win your freedom. Beat me, you go free. And perhaps could even rally your ship in time to stop me. Lose, and you die. I'm already getting a bit... hungry. And I just happen to be on the menu. You begin to get the picture. (laughs) Fine. Let's dance, then, you and I. Not too bad, Captain. Your technique is a bit sloppy, however. You're not the only one with blood on their hands, Night Stalker. (laughs) Indeed, Captain. And how many have you killed, huh? How many times have you bathed in blood? Enough to have discovered the secrets to a really good stain remover. Ah, I thought I recognized this fighting style. Not exactly standard issue for ship captains, is it? You'd be right about that, Night Stalker. (laughs) Though, I am a bit out of practice. (laughs) Miss me. And here I thought you'd be the normal bleeding heart captain, horrified by the nasty assassin. 
seen one assassin, you've seen them all. Old news, not surprising. Come on, bring it on. Oh, <laughs> I am much more than the normal assassin. You're much better than most I've seen. I'll grant you that, but I am going to stop you. You won't be taking down my ship. <coughs> oh, you do-gooders always have to play by the rules. <coughs> rules are meant to be bent and broken when needed, Night Stalker. Your kind doesn't play by the rules, and so we have to get our hands dirty in order to stop you. <sighs> At least you've some sense. It's almost a pity that I'm going to have to kill you. But the game must end. Now we're back where we started. My claws at your throat, and your arm in a joint lock. If you're going to kill me, then just do it already. As you wish, Captain. Uh, what are you doing to me? Eating your life force. I told you I was hungry. Or I will fire. You'll kill her as well as me. I am a very good shot. Let her go, wise ass. Don't let him touch you, life drinker. Oh, still alive, Captain? I must not have drunk as much of you as I thought. Like I told you before, I won't be dying today. And how would you know that? She knows because she's clairvoyant. Another thing. Clairvoyant? That would explain things. Not now, Captain. Oh, if you ever get out of this alive, I swear I'm going to kill you. Your government knows about me, Captain. There aren't too many assassins out there who are as good as you are, Night Stalker. Science has caught up with you over the centuries, and we caught clues you didn't think you'd left. The failing of every criminal. Shut up, Stoneboy. Ow! <laughs> Elizabeth. Don't worry. She'll survive. I missed any arteries. This time. I'm all right, Mike. You've got everything to lose if you walk out of here, Night Stalker. Give me your word of honor and you'll have sanctuary on Gaia. Believe me, she's stronger than she looks. We can contact the Confed and make a plan of action. It's too late to kill everyone and go back to your old life. They'd just kill you anyway. Stay with us and you have a chance. If I were you, I would take her up on her offer. She's telling you the truth. Just swear to follow your orders and harm none without your leave, save in self-defense. Pretty much, yeah. And what do I get in return? You join my crew with all the rights and duties. You show me what you're good at besides killing, and we see where to put you. You'll have quarters like everyone else. Knock in the brig and no armed guards. Ah, you'll just welcome me into your crew with open arms just like that, eh? I am an assassin, woman. I am the assassin of assassins. I'm not a dog to grovel at your feet. 
I never ask anyone to grovel. That would be uncivilized. And of course, you are always civilized. Oh, when I can be, yes. When I'm not having to kill someone. Death can be so messy. The bloodstains are hard to get out afterwards. And unless you hit just the right spot, the screams can get as annoying. <laughs> Only if you're not good enough to get out of the way when the blood spurts and miss the first strike. I'll have to work with you on that. Ah, not too much blood. You cut exactly where you meant to. I never miss. You swear, then? Yes. I give my word of honor to follow your orders and harm none save in self-defense, following the laws of the Confederation. Ugh. I should have killed you when I had the chance. <laughs> Perhaps. But things will be ever so much more fun this way. What should I do with him, Captain? Assign him quarters in the Manta along with the rest of ours. The ones next to yours are open, I believe, if that will make you feel better. He won't be leaving Gaia without permission and is to be treated as every other civilian member of the crew. <laughs> civilian? <laughs> I haven't been a civilian in a very long time. It will have to do for now. What did you do to Dr. Undomo? Oh, just knocked her out with a nerve punch. She'll be coming around any time now. I see. Well, Lieutenant Barras will show you to your quarters and help you get settled in. Lieutenant Thornton, go with them and make sure Night Stalker here has everything he needs. We can't keep calling you Night Stalker. Do you have a real name? Armorock. Armorock, then. Welcome to the Gaia. Right, Ace. I just need a few minutes. And the doc says you should stay in bed, Liz. Time to listen. Dr. Undomo knows that Guy is in crisis, and there is no way the captain is going to sleep through it all. <laughs> that goes double in your case. I think I need to sit down. <laughs> that and you also need a drink. I can't, Ace. I'm on duty. Ah, I insist. It's just a standard swirl that makes you think you're actually drinking the real thing anyway. Now, ah, come on now. I of all people understand the need for a good drink. <sighs> I suppose you would at that. Lizzie, you don't have to answer this, but the way you were talking to Amarok about killing, you began to sound a, a hell of a lot like him. I've never heard your voice that cold. <sighs> I am a bit like him, Ace. He's what I could become, and I am perhaps what he once was. Now, what are you talking about? You're not an assassin, are you? No, not in the sense that he is. But I was once more than I am now. No, seriously, what are you talking about? I want what I tell you to never leave this room. I wouldn't even think about telling you if I didn't know I could trust you. Your life could depend on your silence. <laughs> what? 
possible, Bob Elizabeth. What the hell could be so horrible? Do you swear? Absolutely. Of course. You've known. Always known you can tell me anything. Especially what old tight house can't handle. <sighs> he couldn't handle this. Upon entering Space Fleet, I didn't join the normal string of recruits. I was approached by others. Because of my high grades, your piloting training, and my, how do you put it, my willingness to bend and break the rules. Who approached you? Black Operations. <laughs> Human and intelligence, we were told they didn't exist. Oh, they exist all right, and they took me fresh, naive, and idealistic, and made me... Made you what, Liz? What is that phrase? I did my duty for king and country. Well, I did my duty, and it involved lots of death, theft, explosions, and highly dangerous missions that took away pieces of my soul. Good lord, you really are an assassin. That's how you're able to relate to him. I wouldn't call myself an assassin. He kills for money. I killed to protect the Confederation. But... Only when there was absolutely no other option. <laughs> Splitting hairs, I know. Considering I personally took out targets using underhanded methods when ordered to. Confederation doesn't officially support such distasteful methods, of course. But it uses them. Uses people like me all the same. You said killed. Past tense? I got out. I simply couldn't handle what the work was doing to me. You don't know what it's like to feel pieces of yourself die inside and know there is nothing you can do about it. Instead, you simply have to keep making it happen because the alternatives are so much worse. You wanted to save the universe, Ace. We all did. With me, it was save the universe and lose your soul. What about now, huh? Did you manage to regain your soul after getting out? Yes. I joined Captain Gates and spent years learning how to live in normal society again and trying to forget what I once was. You said the Confederation wanted Nightstalker working for them. You knew you'd find him, Liz. The clairvoyants told the government we might, but finding and securing him was just icing on the cake. They have me right where they want me. And what is it they want, then? The same thing they've always wanted. To do the dirty work and use anyone remotely useful that they have to. They've been planning this for years, ever since Guy was being designed. Ah, stop talking in riddles. Planning what? The Black Ops are coming to Gaia. She was designed primarily as a zoo ship, but deep inside her is a base designed to the specifications of the ones who have maneuvered me like a puppet my entire space fleet career. Ah, bollocks, Lizzie. You can't be serious about this. Completely. I wish I wasn't. It was in the packet I was given upon becoming captain. You realize Mycroft's gonna have kittens. He doesn't know yet, does he? I haven't exactly had the time to tell him with his funny going supernova. <sighs> I'm not looking forward to telling him. But... I have no choice. Not about telling him. Not about the black op. And not about doing my duty. 
No matter what it may cost me. Well, if Armorock's people discover he's alive, they'll be coming here after him, and all of us to boot. We may be very glad that that unit's here before long. The bloodbath is about to begin again. I was a fool to think I could ever escape. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4, In the Middle of Nowhere, featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Alt as Commander Mycroft Beckert, Renee Christine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zenthaxis and Lieutenant McCall, Captain John Tadrzak as Dr. Jonathan Noah and Amazo, Ara Pelodi as Dr. Candace Undomo, Christy Blotkin as Dr. Squeegert Villagort and Ensign Vivian Thompson, Callsign Vixen. James Rossi as Zeet. Melissa Mitha Johnson as Gaia. Abner Cenarius as Lieutenant Andre Anju. Bruce Busby as Lieutenant Boras. Natasha Damroth as Natty. Introducing Mark Kalita as Armorock the Night Stalker. Chris Britt as Lieutenant Sherlock Beckard, Callsign Ace. Paul Lavelle as Lieutenant Anthony Scott Thornton, callsign Thor. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Ensign Talma, callsign Wildcat. Julie Haverston as Ensign Tremaine Jordan, callsign Dove. Elizabeth Rast as Ensign Zayla Hakan, callsign Bats. Christina Boyd as Ensign Clematis, callsign Gimpy. Neil Bailey as Ensign Illidastin, callsign Creeper. Bill Young as Ensign Slyzatier 29, callsign Hard Drive. Laura Frechette is Ensign Sukari 32, callsign Circuit. Also appearing in this episode, Elizabeth Rast is Victoria Bennington. Written and directed by Elaine Barrett. Original music by David Alexander McDonald. Produced in association with Captain John Tadrzak, CEO of Misfits Audio. Copyright 2008, Barrett Productions. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. For more information, please visit us on the web at misfitsaudio.com. Thanks for listening. I did extensive scans of the area while we... Hairball. <coughs> ah, there we go. We have systems, power, emergency lights, but they won't last for long unless we can get the main power back up. You know what helps is if I read the line before I actually try and do it. And if I give you a chance before I press R? You know what? But that's okay. It, it comes out more naturally. Like, Desdemona does anything naturally. That's really funny. You are right, Commander. You are completely right. Hold on, my fair maiden. Zeta's coming to your rescue! Better put in a fade on that. You know, cut it before I start. Yeah. Yeah. I know you know what you're doing. Rescue. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4, In the Middle of Nowhere. Featuring the voice talents of Elizabeth. Elizabeth Renault is Elaine Barrett. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, it was your secret identity. Right. Okay.